This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to Orlando area or Disney Resort free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. If you can't visit the parks, have the parks sent to you. And by MousePros.com. Let these Disney travel specialists help plan your next Disney vacation. MousePros.com offers free concierge service to help guide you every step of the way in planning your perfect Disney vacation. Let them sweat the details so you can focus on the fun. Visit MousePros.com for a free no-obligation quote. Ask for Tiki Bird Sean or any of our friendly agents. And now, on with the show. Wahidi Mekioni Mana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 189 for the week of June 4th, 2017. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Thank you for once again tuning into the show. But the, the real, the real, real, real question here before we get started with the rest of the show is... Um, First, Keith, welcome back. I think you were out. Thank you. Did you miss last week? I don't. No, I don't remember. Well, one of them anyway. Um, <laughs> one of them I missed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for noticing, yeah. Matt. <laughs> thanks for coming back. It's my honor. You know, I have to grace you with my pleasure and my uh, southern hospitality. Oh, thanks. And um, <laughs> the last person here is is the person that I really want to speak with tonight is. Scott, I have a question for you. How far do you live from Walt Disney World? <laughs> um, as the bird flies, about a mile. How far are you? How far of a drive are you to Animal Kingdom? Uh, seven, eight minutes. Seven, eight minutes. Mm. Now, I have a question for you. Have you ever heard? <laughs> I know of, where this is going. <laughs> have you ever heard of Fast Pass Plus? <laughs> yes, yes, I have. As a Florida resident. At what point are you allowed to make your fast pass selection? Thirty days. Okay. Next question. When <laughs> did you go to Pandora for the first time? On Passholder Preview Day. On Passholder Preview Day, how long was the wait for those two attractions in Pandora? Non-existent. Non-existent. Okay. Next question. My this is, this is this <laughs> final question I have here. This is good. Two more questions, I guess. Um, well, I like where this is going. <laughs> now, I believe this past Saturday, which when this show comes out, it will be a week, a week already, a week and three days, whatever it is. What did you do on um, May 27, 2017? Went to the grand opening of Pandora. Okay. Now, when you went to the grand opening of Pandora, <laughs> this is not hypothetical. This is like the real thing here. How long was the wait times for these attractions? It three varied. days. <laughs> He is still in line for the flight of passage, <laughs> yeah. folks. He's, uh... Now, Scott, now who was with you when you went to the parks this day? My whole family. And you're with your, your lovely wife and your your two sons. Um, my two sons. They're, they're your adopted sons. Um, 
Now, thanks for letting me back on. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you had your your two sons with them, and how long did you wait online to get on this attraction? I personally waited two and a half hours. My wife and the kids waited three and a half hours because I waited an hour for the gift shop. Yes, yes, <laughs> and I, I listen, folks. Everybody who's out there. I don't comprehend this. He's a local. He can create a fast pass. He can go anytime he wants. He could have waited three extra days, and he, the, the 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 wait time would have been cut in half at least. But you fail to explain that it was not his idea. It was hers. Yeah, right? I know it was hers. She but he's the man to. of the house. But he you also have to realize I can only make fast passes thirty days out, where resort guests can make them what. 60 days out 60 yeah and if you look they're pretty much always out every day going forward so the chance of me ever getting a fast pass for that opening day was pretty much non-existent yeah but there was no reason why you even needed to be there you could have gotten it in a week's time you didn't have to go there the first day no of course i didn't have to but you know what i keep telling everyone is i could have sat at home and watched tv and did nothing or i could have gone and actually seen it at night and enjoyed it and and you didn't do anything for two and a half hours I did. I spent time with my family. He, right. he spent an hour away from his family. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but his wife and, and two kids are, are sweating to death in 93 degree heat. No, it was actually really nice. It was 92 degrees. <laughs> it was 90, yeah. 91 and a half. <laughs> yeah. And a two mile an hour breeze. All right, Scott. So you have, okay, you have 30 seconds to tell us how the experience was at night. Four, three, two, one, zero, go. So when we got in line, it was daytime. By the time we got out of the ride, it was nighttime. And I've got to say, leaving the boat ride and going outside, you're already in a different world with Pandora, but entering it at nighttime, it was completely different. It's something that I I can't even describe what it was, but the bioluminescence, what you see in pictures and videos, nothing can capture what it really looks like. It's absolutely surreal. You have two seconds. The sounds are awesome there. (laughs) <laughs> well you know Scott. I, I have to laugh about that because i was reading an article where the cast members are so involved with this land and it's actually really cool when i was checking out of the gift shop the cast member she's like you know we've been waiting two months for you travelers to get here and and you know really playing into the whole story behind it but i was reading an article where someone was walking through and, and saw a couple cast members standing over there by the edge of the woods whatever and, and we're laughing and they could hear all the different sounds and it's the sounds of pandora are completely different between day and night because at night it transforms into the actual night creatures of pandora so it's cool to hear that transition but you could hear a couple animals out in the woods and the cast members were laughing and, and the guests asked you know what it was and they were laughing because they could hear mating calls from across the park between the the, the land of the the two different night animals from pandora so i thought that was kind of funny that's pretty cool though it's, it's going to be a long time before I get to experience, but I, I'm glad as you being a local and you actually going to the park, you know, is a shocker to us. So thank you for doing that. <laughs> hey, how do you get the pretty purple magic band? No, Melissa got the purple one. I got the blue one. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I tell myself. We're going to take a quick break here and we'll be back momentarily. Welcome back, foolish mortals, to another Haunted Mansion Minute. I'm your host, Brother Dave. How many of you have returned from the spirit realm with a new hunger for life? It could be you've just forgotten to eat all day. What with the excitement and magic surrounding your visit? 
We ghosts feel your pain and have heard of rumors surrounding a new restaurant, possibly opening in the Magic Kingdom themed around the haunted mansion. I can confirm that several residents here have offered suggestions for menu items, such as barbecued bat wings, little Leota's lentil soup, hitchhiking ghosts chicken thumbs, and a wonderful breakfast item, Brother Dave's Bear Claws. What would your menu items be? Tweet them to me at Departed Dave, and they may be featured in a future episode. For Enchanted Tiki Talk, I'm Brother Dave, and this has been another Haunted Mansion Minute. So everybody, welcome back to the show. So a couple weeks ago, we tweeted out in Facebook and Twitter and all that kind of jazz to do a listener mailbag show. And that's what we are going to do today, which hopefully you guys enjoy. If not, it's your own fault because you guys sent in questions. (laughs) So the first one here, I am going to go with Matt. These are new for us too, by the way, we, we uh, have not seen these questions. So, Okay, Matt. So, uh, first one here is on Twitter. comes from Brenda R., which is Dizla from Minnesota. This is really for everybody. We're going to start with Matt here. Are you all more excited for Toy Story Land or Star Wars Land and why? Matt, you take that first. Great question, Brenda. Thank you for sending that in. Uh, Star Wars. (laughs) I mean, I think with the kids, it would be Toy Story. To, because they're, I think they'll be able to do more in Toy Story. Uh, well, no, never mind. My kids will be 25 by the time they get everything done. So, yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're being generous. Right. <laughs> Keith, I know your answer to, for this. This is definitely Toy Story for you. Um, no. Um, <laughs> as much as I love Toy Story, Star Wars Land is something that, as a fan, as far back as I can recall i mean just to be able to walk around and see the creatures and uh, get to be inside of the, the falcon allegedly it's just as if the immersive environment of pandora is as as good as everybody has said um in star wars land it should be that like on steroids so i would have to say star wars land yeah, I would definitely go with Star Wars Land. That's the one I'm looking forward to the most. I'll enjoy going through Toy Story Land just because the the whole immersive experience with Star Wars being stepping into that universe. I've been dreaming of that since I was a young youngling watching, you know, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi in the theater. So for me able to step into it, that's going to be key. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to enjoy experiencing that for the first time. I'll say that after seeing what they've done with Pandora, it's made me more excited for Star Wars because you kind of, at first, you're like, you know they're not going to quote-unquote drop the ball, but you're kind of, all right, this is kind of reaching out a bit, but after seeing what they did, I'm like, all right, this is going to be pretty cool. Yeah, they've set the bar extremely high with Pandora for what Star Wars has to be now. Exactly. Keith, with the opening, oh, sorry, this is from DarthDad1166 on Twitter. With the opening of Pandora... Does Disney take Everest down to fix the Yeti? I think they should. I, for one, have never seen it working, uh, except in the promo videos. I don't think anybody has. <laughs> I don't know. But I have. Have you really? The, the people that were riding it when they filmed that promo video saw it. 
yeah. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> but uh, I think that with it being open and as popular as those two attractions are inside Pandora, it's a perfect time to uh, take it down and fix the Yeti. I think the question is, do they need to take it down? Has anybody moved past Pandora yet? I think they're all just stuck in that one area. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Scott, what Disney film IP would make for the best new log flume ride and a follow-up, and why is it Rescuers Down Under? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that answered that one already. Um, what IP would make the best water ride? Right, new, wa- new log flume ride. Disney film. Well, it didn't. Ex- well, yeah. IP film. Mm. I mean, I don't even. I try to think of movies that have water. I mean, I think they could do something with Pocahontas. Moana. That movie. Uh, this. That's yeah, what I was going to say. Exactly, Moana. Yeah. But would you do a, like, boat flume type ride as Moana? Well, you, you could. You could be sailing the ocean and. I mean that's not a my storm job. Storm, you know, storm brews up right. and yeah, if they do it like it's the you know pick a, a Hawaiian island and make it through a mountain type thing, Moana could work. Um, Rescues down under is that the one that they said? More or less. Um, yeah, I mean, while it's a good movie, it's people don't think of that as being like a water theme type movie to create a ride off of it. Okay. Uh, next one, if you had to demolish one of the mountain rides. What one do you pick? Splash, Big Thunder, or Space? I'm going to take this one. I... Man, that's tough. Mm. I would definitely leave Splash alone. I guess... I'd probably... Oh, completely demolish it? Can you rebuild it in a different version format? Um, I think I would go with Space Mountain. So my, my theory here is that I would make it so you can do side-by-side. Make a... Redo it start from scratch, redo Space Mountain, keep it in the dark, um, but add some... I like corkscrews. I think having some more corkscrews in that might be some might be fun. But I think doing 2x2 two two and increasing the capacity on that attraction would be great. So I would definitely say Space. When you say corkscrews, you mean like the Disneyland Paris version? Where it's actually a roller coaster, not just a wild mouse in the dark? That's where I was going with mine, yeah. is demolish that and rebuild it as the Disneyland Paris version. Yeah, but a little bit... That one, the one in Paris, man, that's a rough ride. Uh, See, everybody said that, and when I wrote it... When well, you're it a little, too... You're a little. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, Matt. And that was from... I'm sorry, that one was from That Disney Couple 15, Ash and Jay. Thank you for sending that in. Next, Ashley Withers goes by Ashwee488. How would you repurpose the Odyssey at Epcot? Um, I think they actually have the perfect redesign for it during uh, Food Wine, where they have they bring in the different craft beers, and one, they at least use it. But, you know, you kind of set up where you have your different craft beers, maybe have some small plates or appetizers or something to go along to have some type of a food offering, but I think that is kind of perfect for what it is. I don't know if I would go a full-blown restaurant because you're, you know, getting ready to walk into Mexico, and I don't know how much attention it's actually going to get before you walk into World Showcase because most of your uh, better, I guess, quality restaurants are, you know, right inside World Showcase. So I would think something like what they do with 
uh, food and wine, and I th think they might actually do a flower garden now. I, I can't remember, but you know something like they do there where they just have your different offerings of you know, different craft beers and stuff like that. I see, I agree with you, but I would like to see them take a little bit further. I would like to have them have their own brewery on site, and I think that would be just, awesome. Yeah, the, just the Odyssey yeah. Brewery. I think that'd be great. Make it where you can see everything and do tours right. of it as well. Yep. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Next, the Kingers, who are we are the Kingers on Twitter, says World Showcase clockwise or anti-clockwise, and the first drink you buy when you enter. Wow. I'll go with that one. Clockwise, Mexico, avocado, margarita. Mm. I'll definitely stay. I'll stick with you, Scott. Definitely clockwise, either the avocado or pineapple. Either I'll just be. Good. I'll just be different because I think everybody's going to Mexico. I'll go Canada and get a La Fin de Mall. Yeah, I'll, I'll take the pineapple margarita too. Those are fantastic. Matt lost his angry French accent on that one. Because yeah. it's Canada, not France. <laughs> Canada, hey, Canada. Next, Jeffrey Leepak, who goes by at Jeff Leepak on Twitter. How Let many me guess it's about Tokyo Disneyland. No, it's not. <laughs> How many of you been to Tokyo and who has? <laughs> I have. <laughs> How many spoonfuls does it take to get the center of the gray stuff? Um, Scott, you've been in there, haven't you? Yes. So answer that. How many spoonfuls does it take to get to the center? Yes. One. The cupcakes are pretty small in there. The gray stuff's a cupcake? Well, that's, that's what we had with the gray stuff lunch. cupcake. Oh, it is? At yeah. dinner, it's like an actual, um, like pudding. It's kind of a type dessert, but. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> at lunch, it's a cupcake. Yeah. Okay. Next, Matt. Woody Squarebush goes by Woody Squarebush on Twitter. If Tomorrowland fell into a sinkhole and you got to start from scratch as an Imagineer with no budget, how would you reimagine it? Wow. Um, That's a good question. Mm -hmm. I think you kind of have to center everything off the... And I hate doing this because I hate copying stuff, but I think you would have to bring Tron over and kind of base everything off that. Uh, obviously... I would say you want to keep Carousel of Progress, but does it fit in Tomorrowland? Maybe if you do some updating on it, so it's "quote unquote" actually in the future. Um, hey, why not just bring in the um, Disneyland Paris Space Mountain while we're at it, <laughs> and update Buzz where you can actually pull the the guns out and use them like at Disneyland. So I, I guess I'm just going to borrow from all the other parks. <laughs> <laughs> we're just going to steal everything from the other parks. <laughs> Then you want the Autopia instead of the Speedway, right? Um, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, let's let's just um, put something new there. Let's just make that like a tar pit or something. I mean, it would be more <laughs> usable. <than that. laughs> okay, Keith. If the Country Bear suddenly came to life, and you had to wrestle one in self in self defense, who would you pick? I'm going with Liverlips. So says Woody Squarebush. <laughs> I would probably take on uh, Big Al because he kind of seems either drunk or high or something, but he <laughs> he seems kind of mellow. So if he did uh, actually spring to life, I could probably take him. And I had you pegged for t wanting to take the uh... Teddy Barra. No, who's is who's the one that comes down the girl bear on the swing? Isn't oh. that her name? Is Teddy Barra? Is it? I don't know. I thought so. I don't I know. Keith is. is Keith is the. 
the country bear aficionado here. I think it is. Anyway, that's who I figured you'd, you'd be trying to wrestle her. <laughs> I'm not going to wrestle a girl. Come on, on man. On the swing. Bud wrestler. <laughs> Matt just wants to see it happen so you lose. <laughs> you got yeah, me really? my girl. <laughs> Keith, I have another one for you. Disney Dave yeah. goes by DDave808. Hello in Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, what is the most delicious dish you can create from scratch why is it so special and post a picture in the show notes nom nom <laughs> <laughs> well like is there like a theme or is it just whatever Anything, whatever so it's not even oh. disney related right yeah <laughs> uh well i have actually made uh the dole whips at home before if i had to copycat like a recipe from there um i'd probably Go for uh, the pulled pork nachos at Captain Cook's. Okay. Post a I picture. I you to pick something from uh, Artist Point. You say, where's Alan with his uh, butter chicken? Yeah. Yeah, really, right? Uh-huh. Man, he, he used to make that all the time. It was a good dish. <laughs> yeah, it sounded so good, too. It was good. It still is good. I shouldn't say it was good. It is good. Um, <laughs> Disney Dave again. If Scott Campbell would have to give up turkey legs, what would he replace them with and why? Well, the why would salt be... salt lick. <laughs> <laughs> the why is because his wife told him no more turkey legs. No, what, what do you replace? More Schaffhofer? Schaffhofer? <laughs> It'd be more more chicken fingers. Right. Can I, can I pick the, uh, the lumpia from Pandora? I, I don't know what that is. It's yeah. a we're, we're not... kind of a baked egg roll type thing but it's sweet cream cheese and pineapple inside uh, that, that, that I did disgusting. see those it, it um, was almost like an egg roll-ish kind of thing right? Yeah, or... it's baked and it's got sugar on the outside it's probably the best snack type thing now is it? was yeah. it soft or like was it like fried baked uh, no no it's, it's like baked soft so it's like a crepe kind of yeah, maybe a little bit harder than a crepe, but similar. Hmm. Right, I got another one from Disney Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, if you can cuddle with any Tiki Talk host, oh, who's it going to be? Oh, man. Um... <laughs> Gotta love Dave. I don't know. Um... Maybe you should start with. Maybe you should start with who wouldn't you cuddle with? Oh, definitely not Scott. Okay, so now it's out to me and Keith. Who do you think would be better better cuddle with? I I think I think Keith because the 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 whole beard and scruff you got going on there. Yeah, I can't. You don't like that? Nah. Yeah. I'm sorry, Keith. Thanks, buddy. Enjoy, enjoy tonight. Let us know what happens tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I'll post a picture with our breakfast. (laughs) We'll have a big cat for Dave. Yeah. Was that the uh, question that Keith was answering at the beginning? <laughs> Funny. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to uh, Twitter now. Oh, we were on Twitter. No, I'm sorry, Facebook. Oh, cool. I'm sorry. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. I don't know where I am right now. <laughs> K Pern, what are your best tips for a solo trip? Um... 
I like the response on that one. Yeah, the, the response is one of the responses go by yourself. <laughs> well, that's a response. Go by yourself. That's, that's the true. best that's answer. Funny. Um, Matt, you've never done solo. Uh, no, I have not. Keith, you've never gone solo. I have not. Scott's gone solo the most. I've done, I've done that once. So Scott, you take it. The single best tip: um, don't worry about rides. Just walk around and take it all in. Okay. Don't listen to Scott. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my, I'm going to tell you the best tips here are uh, make friends with somebody, get them to buy you lunch because you're by yourself. Get them make you feel bad, make them feel bad for you. Get them to buy you lunch. No, serious, but seriously, um, just uh, take advantage of it. You can do anything you want. You don't have to worry about other people having to go to the bathroom to eat. If you want to eat and run, do that. Just uh, I would get to if I'm going solo, I'm going to get to the parks as early as I can. And try to hit the most popular attractions first. So that way I can use my fast pass for other things during that time. And I'm just going to enjoy the park. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to take as many pictures and video and, and things along those lines. To remember things a little bit better. And just try to, like sort of like Scott was saying. was Not necessarily take your time. But take the time to go do something you wouldn't normally do. Go out of your way. Go through the treehouse. Take your time and look at everything. You know, enjoy the details. Smell the roses. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another one here. Stanley Zane Dillon. If you can only visit one land in both Disneyland and Disney World for the rest of your life, and the others would disappear, which would you choose? Man. Wow. Keith, take that one. One land or one park? One land in both Disneyland and Disney World. Okay. Wow, that's rough. Um, can I say Star Wars Land? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's not open uh, yet. I know. Um, for the sheer fact of the um, Dole Whip floats, I mean, <laughs> I guess I would have to say Adventureland. In both parks? Uh, well, I I would assume so. I mean, um, I still have not ever seen... Uh, Disneyland, so I don't really have first-hand counts of that park, but I would say, yeah, probably. I mean, that's a good choice for but... Disneyland, definitely. Is Indiana Jones is in Adventureland there, isn't it? Yeah, right? Yes. Uh, I think for me, I would probably... I think I would choose Tomorrowland in Disneyland. With, uh, would I? No, I would choose Fantasyland in Disneyland just because they have the Matterhorn there. They have small world. They have so many great attractions. I would definitely choose Fantasyland in Disneyland, and then Disney World. Hmm. Probably Frontierland. Hmm. Yeah, Frontierland would be no doubt for me in Disney World. Yeah, Disneyland's a hard one, but I think I would go with uh, Fantasyland. So I think for me with Disneyland, I'd to me because it's quintessential Walt. I would almost go Main Street for Disneyland, and Disney World. I. Uh, not just because it's new, but I'd have to say Pandora. I don't know. Thing I could, I I'll say the only thing I can think of Disneyland is is only because I've never been and because we don't have it or this don't have this land over here and they have the better version of Pirates would be New Orleans Square. True. Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. If you had access to his apartment. Nice and Club 33. Yeah. True. All right. Tony Tovar, what animated Disney movie doesn't have an attraction but should? Princess and the Frog, without a doubt. I think Frozen. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> He's confused, folks. <laughs> I would have to say the Wreck-It Ralph. Hmm. There's a lot you could do with that one. Yeah. I just love a big, just like a arcade uh, style attraction. That'd be awesome. Uh, we have that as Koi Toy Story Midway <laughs> Mania. <laughs> <laughs> I think if there was one that, and this is me being sentimental to my childhood and everything, I think I would want to see something done with Robin Hood. Yeah, that, I'm just not sure of what. Yeah, I'd, it would be but, hard to put something together, but I think it's something that, I think there's enough of a following out there that would be excited about it, but uh, like I said, it's, it's me being sentimental to my childhood, so. Is my favorite movie, so yeah, I do agree with that. I just don't know what you could do, but um, just a meet and greet with the characters would be nice at this yeah. point. <laughs> at least Robin Hood. I mean, damn. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Wally, just because I think that's like the perfect attraction you could put into to Tomorrowland, and Disney World could definitely use an overhaul in Tomorrowland. Uh. And I think that's a, a film that's underappreciated in a lot of ways. I would, see, I'm torn between that and The Incredibles. I think The Incredibles would be... Mm-hmm. There's so much yeah. you could do with The Incredibles. That would be a great thing. But then you're sort of going into the the stuff that kind of Universal does. That's kind of the attraction you would probably get out of it. And I don't know if I definitely want to see that happen. But I think Wally. I think using Wally and incorporating the TTA... I think you can make the the TTA so much more. Not that it would be so much more exciting, but there'd be so much more you can do with it if you incorporated Wally with it, make the TTA a longer attraction. So that's what I would choose. Yeah, Wally's definitely an underappreciated, underutilized film of theirs. I mean, that's definitely yeah. one of those IPs that would fit so well. Yep. All right. Next one. Uh, James Jamie Price says, days before James tripped to Disney World, he has given an estimate for leaky windows in his house. Can he borrow 800 <laughs> <laughs> From me, no. I'm not working, so I don't have 800 Sorry, James. Yeah. I got trips planned, buddy. Sorry. Um, I say yes, and uh, if you send me a direct message, I'll give you Scott's account number. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Rachel Guyette, if you had to change a song that activates Rapunzel's hair to an 80s song, what song would it be? Mm. All right, I'm going to go ahead and say um, I, I don't know what she means about activate hair. I've never seen Tangled, so... What? I've, I've never seen Tangled. Sorry. When her fake mother sings like... When she has the power. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, Mickey by Tony Basil. Hey Mickey, you're so fine, you're so fine, you're blah, blah, blah. Hey Mickey, that's a great like a great song. That's my choice. Oh man, I would think anything from uh, like Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like something with hair involved. It's gotta be either that or one of the hair bands from the eighties. Like, yeah, oh, what would be a good one? Um, White Bohemian Rhapsody. You could do that. Something by White Snake. No, the Nelson 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 Brothers is that? Uh, I think it was just Nelson. Yeah, was it? It's nineties. Yeah. Uh. I'll stick by Tony Basil. (laughs) 
Next, Rob Myrick. If you could, if you do a five-day stay every time you go, do you do the parks in the same order each trip? No. Uh, no. Well, um, we always uh, we start with the Magic Kingdom, but then after that, it's just it's kind of with the scheduling and the extra magic hours and stuff like that. But uh, so we do always have to start with the, the Magic Kingdom. I always, nah, I always start with MK and end with it, and then everything in between could be anything. I see we're completely random. It's based on magic hours. We like hitting Animal Kingdom when they've got early magic hours to get the safari out of the way. So at the first day there, they have magic hours at Animal Kingdom, then that's where we're heading. So it just depends on you know times and everything. Next, James Jamie Price. A train leaves Chicago at 7 a.m. going <laughs> 60 miles per hour. A car, leaves, a car leaves Indianapolis going 55 miles per hour. What's for supper? If you were leaving Indianapolis, you would have to drive a heck of a lot faster than that just to get the heck away from there. <laughs> <laughs> Bob's Big Boys, what's for supper? Wrong. The answer is cheer wine. That's dessert. Oh, I'd, I'd say Bojangles. <laughs> the fastest that you can find one. Cheddar Bow Biscuit. Mm. Bo- Bojangles is good. Matt and I, we had a nice date there, and uh, the food was delicious. Yeah, well, never mind. I won't say that. It's probably not child appropriate, so I'll, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> Great. Okay. John Catherine. Keith, when you stay at Pop, do you have a car or do you do the buses? Or do the buses come quick? come come frequently enough that it's no problem using disney transport thanks i think the buses are fine i've only actually rented a car one time there uh so we was on a trip with our uh, our cousins and we spent a day over at the other park i think that the buses are fine i think the disney knows the volume of people there so i think the they tend to ensure that there is enough of busing to get you. It's within that like 15 or 20 minute wait. We haven't ever seen extremely long wait times there for buses. So also too, is it's a dedicated bus service. So that uh, you don't have to make like other stops. Um, so it tends to be like faster than say like all stars and stuff like that. Sometimes not only that, but you've actually got, two dedicated buses because you got our animation right behind you which is a short walk and I always I'll sit there and and pick which line and which bus comes first is one I'll jump in and then I'll just you know if I have to walk from our animation it's not that far of a walk so it is true yeah Yeah. next one is Scott Um, Randy Taylor says Scott as a local the guys always give you a hard time about visiting the parks, but how often do you actually visit the parks? Pandora's uh, the first time in three months. <laughs> I'd say on average it's probably once every seven to ten days. The last one here, Jim Swarthart. The queue for Flight of Patches Passage was built for five hour wait. Would you ever wait five hours for any attraction under any circumstance? Scott, you 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 we know you would do that. <laughs> he was close. Yeah. <laughs> he makes his wife enough, do it. The longest I'd ever waited on a ride prior to this, and it wasn't on purpose because the wait wasn't even posting or close to it, was frozen, and that was about 
think it was two hours we did on that one, or maybe two hours, 15 minutes. Jeez. I said Man. for Flight of Passage, I would wait five hours for that ride. Oh my gosh. It's that good. No well, but I would think that the only way I would wait that long is if the final day of our trip was opening day of Star Wars Land. And I couldn't get a fast pass the main attraction there. I would wait five hours for that ride. If it was the final day of our trip and I didn't know when the next trip would be, I'd probably do that. Otherwise, there is no way. No I way. Would I would do it. There's no way I would no. wait five hours. No way. No. From having to pee, getting hungry. Five hours is like a full day. <laughs> Well, if you don't drink anything as you're standing there, you're not going to yeah. have to pee. And you know what happened to Scott? He passed out on the bus and he almost had to go to the hospital. He had to get mouth-to-mouth from a cast member. It was like, my luck, I'm going to be standing behind like the most annoying person in the world. And I'm be like, oh, God, I've got five hours of this to deal with. Yeah, I, I've now, been behind those. Did you know that Walt Disney used to his favorite food with Spam? And he only had Spam when it was at 77 degrees? Yeah, no, I, I don't want to be behind that guy. Or the ones that sit there and talk, and you know, there's like a three minute gap between them and the next person. Like, all right, come on, dude, you, yeah. you got to move on. Come on, let's go. The one thing I've got to say though is he nailed it with that. That ride was built for a five hour queue. They they really took that into consideration, knowing that it would get that crazy long. And you know, how many other rides? Well, but how many other rides have a queue that's even built that way? Where you know you're going to be miserable. Where this queue, you know, while it may not be interactive. You are starting outside under the floating mountains. You get to see all the different plants and bioluminescence outside. If it's daytime, obviously it's nighttime. You see it. When you go inside, you're now inside the floating mountain. You go through a bioluminescent forest. You then get to go through one of the labs and see the actual avatars, you know, in their, you know, being born, whatever that, that the stuff is. I mean, that whole queue is so immersive that it's one of those where even if you're waiting five hours, yeah, it's going to be a long time, but you're constantly going to be seeing something that it's not going to be miserable. You know how and I with look all at that, that being said, there's no way. Yeah. Looking at five hours, I can fly from my house to Florida and back in that amount of time. True. There's a lot you can five hours. Yeah, exactly. But if there is one ride and one queue to wait five hours for, there's, like I said, there's a reason they built that one for that long is that's the one queue that you'd want to wait five hours in. Yeah. I, I think... I was going to say, I think one of the difference here is you're talking to, you know, someone who's down there all the time and it doesn't matter if he spends five hours waiting, you know, one day for a retraction where if we're down there on a vacation, five hours is a long time. I agree. So, you know, if we go down there and we waste half of a day standing in line, I mean, we've basically shot the rest of the park. So, you know, there's going to be a a difference between someone who gets to go all the time and someone who's you know on vacation down there. Right. But, but I, I, I think still if you think read, though, if- I still think though, for me, as being big, you know, uh, like Star Wars fan, and just imagining that you have heard about this land for years and, and how cool it, it'll be, and then you actually find out it's your final day is opening day of Star Wars Land, even though it'd take up like half your day. Like, say, um, if I was in the Magic Kingdom, my entire brain would be, I wonder what's happening in Star Wars Land right now. 
Like right. you just you just moves up one foot. Ten minutes later, you move up three feet. <laughs> Ten minutes later, three feet. That's what's going on. It doesn't matter. But I mean, here's the whole thing: is you just keep bringing up Star Wars. Like, let's just say you said the main attraction. You're standing in line for five hours for that. When you get out, you're not going to have time to do anything else in that land right. because they're all going to be full. So, I mean, you just kind of wasted basically everything on, on one ride. Let me rephrase this question. If you had, if you were forced to wait five hours for one ride, what ride would you pick? Nothing. Right. Frozen. Listen, the only way, now, the only way I'm going to do a five-hour wait would be if the four of us were to go down there for the Star Wars Land opening day. The four, the four of us, no kids. That is probably the only way I would do it. Okay, that's it. Because at least that way, I have the four of you. We could talk Disney the whole time, as opposed to uh, being with my family. My kids being like, "I got to pee." Okay, now I've, I've been because in a five-hour period, my kids are going to have to pee at least three times. At three least. times. That's it. I said at least. <laughs> so that's it. Yeah, I, I, the longest I've ever stood in line. And this was only because I wanted to see Mr. Potato Head. I did it for, I think it was 90 minutes for a Toy Story. Right. And no, there's no way. Five hours, no way. Sorry. Uh, there'd be another time next trip or whenever. No way. Yeah. Well, everybody, thank you for submitting those questions. Hopefully the show didn't bore you too much. And um, <laughs> uh, we'll see how it works out next time. All right, so that's going to do it for this week. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney Resort. For more information, please visit KingdomStrollers.com. Check out Mickey Monthly to have magic from the parks delivered straight to your door. Visit MickeyMonthly.com for more information. Also, head over to MyFantasyBands.com where you can get customized Magic Band covers for your next Walt Disney World vacation. You can use the code EnchantedTikiTalk20 to save 20% off your custom order at MyFantasyBands.com. Be sure to let us know what you thought about the show. Head over to EnchantedTikiTalk.com or Facebook.com slash EnchantedTikiTalk to leave a comment about the show. You may email us at podcast EnchantedTikiTalk.com and leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Check out our store at RedBubble.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can follow me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream, MouseWorldVacations.com, and MousePros.com. And you can find me on Facebook. Well, no, wait a minute. On Twitter <laughs> and on Instagram at Dolan Daily. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Campbell or on Instagram at Scotty Boy. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at MHolly579. With all that being said, Alan, buddy, it's all yours. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and Matt, I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. I'm waiting for Scott to say, oh, yeah, I'll wait for five hours. Oh, my kids love sitting there and pooping their pants for three hours. They don't mind. <laughs> I'll sit around in my pee pants all day. <laughs> well, the cool kids are doing it now. Yeah. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants. <laughs> and, and Scott, how many times did your kids have to pee during that time period? He didn't know he was standing uh, up for the trial. Cooper went once, right when I got into the queue with him.
<laughs> wow, that's it. Yep. We just don't give them any water. <laughs> Every time they pass the bush, go ahead, son, quick, get it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make it glow. <laughs> that's what I call bioluminescence. <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And Mickey Monthly, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando. Or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.